0: The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com.
1: Well, Wayne's got decisions to make. Seems Jobman's redemption didn't take. So at Pete's place that night, the hicks bring the fight, but then wonder what it all means
2: in its wake. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand.
3: Ah,
4: uh, fucking sexy. <laughs> Thursday.
0: And that means we are once again hanging out at the Protostan, a podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking, there are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is trying to be that guy. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya, and online, filling in for Matt, we have Josh, and the vagrant Victor, and joining us uh, this week, he is a pop-cultured nerd, a Letterkenny lover, a TV and movie buff, Green Bay Packers owner, Red Sox fan, but we won't hold it against him, an animal lover, he's the most recent inductee into the TPS Trivia Pantheon, a very exclusive <laughs> club, and a good guy, he's a really good, gl- <laughs> a really good guy, please join me, making some noise for Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Mondrian's. Here we go.
5: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Wait, wait,
6: wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. I regret nothing.
0: Welcome back to the produce stand Jeff. How are you now? Uh, good and you. <laughs> not so bad. <laughs> well done. I got the hippo
1: from Victor already, yes. so I'm I'm starting out the podcast great.
0: Everyone's really punchy tonight, and I think it's because Victor Tanya and I have already done a podcast today. We 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 interviewed Dream, Drew McLeod. Uh, sadly, Matt's not joining us tonight. He's uh he's not feeling well, and he's on some new medication that uh, quote unquote makes him feel loopy. Which uh, everyone in the, Ooh, the in the kind. Discord was like, well, what difference does that make from regular Matt? But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we are. And so instead bravely and very last minute, Josh has decided to step in. So Josh, thank you for joining us too, bud.
5: Ah, oh, no problem. Thanks for letting me. Yes. i Thought about it, I would have gone and put my shirt on with Matt's face on it before I got. Oh, one. that would have been perfect. <laughs> I could still run and do that quick. Just it's, give me a couple minutes. That's
0: all good. We're just going to get started here.
5: How are you now? No, it's Listen. the second time in a row that,
1: that that Matt's bailed on my podcast. So I am taking it personally at this point. <laughs>
0: That's right. And you I'm should. i telling you.
3: He you referenced should. that actually. And he felt even worse because yes. he's like, oh man, this is the second and time. And he's your cousin,
0: right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the hell? Such a D-Gen. <laughs> uh, what a D-Gen. You anyway, he wanted to tell ta- you. M- Give him the me to-
3: stink eye at the next family reunion. He <laughs> wanted me to tell you that it's
0: not you, it's him. So uh, there you go. It's definitely him. Um, so here we go with uh, tonight's lineup. How are you now? Is going to be Josh, Al, Victor, Tanya, and our guest Jeff gets the last word. It's weird because Josh is also our guest, but he's going to go first. But anyway, Josh, how have you been?
5: Crazy busy. Yeah. Um, I'm not falling down any more stairs today, but mm-hmm. uh, we are in the uh, process of getting our our roof replaced. And uh, one of the guys working on a roof did fall off the scaffolding <laughs> at the house
0: today. Unbelievable! So, <laughs>
5: dude, that's you, need to,
0: you need to put a sign in on your front lawn saying "Watch out for falling people." <laughs>
3: it it kind
5: of scared the crap out of me because I'm sitting here working from home, and I just hear this loud bang on the ladder outside the window, and <sighs> I look over at my screen here at the cameras and I see the guy laying on the ground I'm like it just happened and I'm laying there and it just didn't really register and he's laying there so I go outside quick and he's starting to get up i'm you know asking him if he's okay and he's just laughing his ass off oh my! God. Like, oh yeah 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 I'm good happens all the time and like dude you're in the wrong business if you're falling <laughs> off the ladder all yeah. the time um you need to find a new job yeah but uh, yeah so there's that
3: so he's uh, all right though
5: He said he was, and when I talked to the uh, guy in charge of the project when he got here later, he had to run and pick up some more supplies, and he got back, and... He goes, oh, yeah, that's not the first time. He does it at least once
0: every job.
3: <gasps> oh, I'm like,
6: can you still hire him?
0: <laughs> I'm surprised. He, uh, maybe he's got a nickname like Fallout Phil or something, maybe right? He like to get his
3: eyes checked. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's like a vision or, thing. No, I think or more
0: like, of a balance thing
3: or maybe something. Maybe a balance. But they've got
0: like, good insurance.
3: Like Come on. Mm-hmm. He, he,
5: was, he was explaining to me he was trying to pull a screw out with a claw hammer, and he pulled on it so hard that when it finally gave loose, he didn't have anything to grab a hold of, and back he went. <laughs> It's like a scene um, um, out of
0: Christmas vacation.
5: Sure yeah. why just, I mean, he had a screwdriver in his hand, he could have just used <laughs> to take the screw out, but we use a claw hammer apparently. I don't know. It seems like a beginner move for a roofer. Wow. You would think, yeah. I mean, oh. luckily he wasn't on the roof. They were replacing the, the drop uh, dead fill. <laughs> the fascia getting ready for this to put the gutters on. But uh yeah. That See? was that's been you, my week so far.
3: You can do gutters <laughs> in uh, in winter. Josh Not in this visit. cold.
5: I'm surprised they're Josh doing crazy. it in this kind of cold weather. They were, they were supposed to uh, replace the roof tomorrow.
3: What? They
5: had to reschedule because it's going to be too cold. So they're doing that yeah. on Tuesday when it's supposed to be in the 50s.
7: Wait, Joshua, where are you again?
5: He's in Pennsylvania. Uh, South Central Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. yeah, that's it's nuts. 40 degrees today. Um, I don't know what that is in yeah, I don't
7: know what that means in... in uh... But uh, tomorrow it's supposed
5: to be in the
0: 20s, which would be below zero for you guys. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's fucking cold up here. It's going to get really like the. It's polar...
3: going down to minus 26 without the windshield. Yeah. That's in socialist yeah.
0: degrees. I don't know what that is in freedom <laughs> degrees, but. Uh... If,
5: it, if it makes you feel any better. I was out there today in my shorts and t-shirt, no shoes.
0: So, <sighs> no, Well, I was out in my t-shirt this morning to putting the yeah. trash out, but I was only out there for like 30 seconds and I was running back in. And I'll
5: probably be out in it again that way tomorrow. So, Thanks. you know, just me.
0: Wow. <laughs> It's upcountry behavior. Yeah. Tell me about it. All right. Uh, let's see my week. Uh, I'm really tired today because I've been pulling double duty all week and I know I shouldn't complain because Tanya duty. pulled double duty when I was off at that sales conference and she's comes got,
3: around, comes around.
0: she got me back. Good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I did. <do>. Although uh, <laughs> I first myself, I took myself. Out with yeah.
0: It. <laughs> yeah. She, she took a hit to get me back, but last week I had to take her to the hospital on Friday because she couldn't move her shoulder oh. um, and her or her entire arm. Anyway, so she's been in pain and on painkillers for the last week. Uh, And like explains why she's loopy. Yeah. Well, she was on morphine, but didn't do anything for it. Now she's on codeine. Like it's crazy what she's been on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was a little disappointed. I was kind of looking forward to the morphine trip. Um, I I, I was, I was like, yeah, these are going to bring on some pink elephants for me and did nothing like, (laughs) like nothing, nothing. Like it was like, okay, they've given me a placebo. This isn't anything. Was crazy. They
7: could have maybe they just screwed up. Maybe they did give you a placebo.
0: I don't know. It didn't I, I was like waiting for for her to to feel more happy and it never came. Nothing. Uh, it was weird. So then I gave her some of my Tylenol 3s and and that made her feel a little more loopy.
3: That was a lot better for yeah, that was that was stick a fork in me and I'll play with it for a while like no feeling. <laughs> that was much better. That was one that was what I was looking for. That was
0: <laughs> Anyway, so uh, it's been a busy week with me pulling double parental duty and um you know our son turned and sixteen last week, and been kind of you know we had our, my parents and her and Tanya's parents over for coffee and for cake on Saturday, and
3: I was uh, out of it. Yeah, she was, she
0: was out of it. So <laughs> I wasn't it was, there. And then uh, I was there, but I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, so it's been kind of busy. And that last week we had uh, we just what a couple hours ago uh, had a, had a, our interview with Drew McLeod, the editor for Letter Kenny, or an editor on Letter Kenny and Shorzy, and that was amazing. Um, and, uh, so and now here we are and everyone's feeling a little punchy because, uh, I think we're all a little sleep deprived, but Victor, how are you feeling?
7: I'm feeling okay. Uh, I, the, the week feels like a blur to me because today has been the crazy. I've, I've, I've been on literally on, on the phone since 6am this morning, Wow. um, six from six to six, 12 hours, uh, doing like. Early morning presentation in front of the basically the the uh, kind of our big eight countries that are part of our um, firm and uh, and then that went till six. Then we switched to our interview. Then I had a bit of a break, and now here we are. So <laughs> that's, you're a that's trooper. Been my man. day. You're a trooper. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the week is a bit of a blur. I try to be a little more on the Discord that you guys are on. I've noticed, so I, yes. I kind of drop in and out. Well uh, done. A little, stirring a little trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you uh, are. With, yeah, with, with, uh, with folks, Adrian and, and the gang. and Yeah, we're even having uh,
0: people join Discord just so that they can yell at you. Uh, yeah, so that, yeah. That's I, I'm great.
7: Really, I'm really enjoying that. <laughs> uh, I've been um, sharing some views on a 90s show that apparently seems to have a bit of a following, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um and uh and also shared that I watched uh wasted my time watching the movie called You People uh on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I should have read reviews. It was a trash of a movie. Uh, that's um yeah, so don't watch it. It was it's a waste of time. Um well,
3: by yeah, the way it, though, that nineties that show cast,
0: that nineties so so show, Tanya and I watched it. Binged it. it was okay. Uh, like I thought it was good yeah Kitty and Red were great and oh my god love yeah.
7: Kitty yeah no it's fine all, all I'm saying it was it wasn't necess- there wasn't any reason for it to exist uh, no, all I'm no. and
0: the kid they got to play Kelso's kid <laughs> Was so good, <laughs>
3: really.
7: He yeah, thought he was so, so. good. I thought it was he was perfect. just so forgettable. No, I thought they were he was perfect for Kelsey. Oh I would
3: watch it uh, just yeah. for Kitty, like just for her alone. Just how she, <laughs> that's, how I get, we, she, I get that's what you're fine. saying though. That's like,
0: fine. we're watching comedies now like Letter Kenny and, and Shorezy and other other better comedies. That the whole laugh track thing is laugh
7: track thing is the, the night. You know what? They could have done Night Court without a laugh laugh track, edited it a little bit better, and it, it would have been fine. I'm done with the laugh tracks. I'm yeah, sorry, I just yeah. can't do
0: it anymore. I, I, I'm kind of with you there. Uh night court's okay. It's okay so far. You know? Yeah. I yeah, know um, I'm totally
7: yeah, with you there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: just just okay. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Hopefully. Um you know
7: when you have shows like reservoir dogs and like yeah. you know what I mean? It's like different hemisphere. I mean reservation
0: dogs. <laughs> but yes. Oh yeah.
7: yeah. Well you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeff, what were you <laughs> saying?
1: No, I was saying, hopefully Night Court does get better. Cause I mean, you know, it's going to be hard to live up to the original, but yeah, so far, sure. I'm so far you're exactly right. I mean, it's okay. It's yeah. nothing, nothing spectacular. Yeah.
0: Like Melissa Roush. I mean, she's great from, from, uh, um, uh, the, that big bang, big, big bang. bang. Yeah. And, uh, so I think she'll be fine. And, and you know, uh, John, John Larkin's great. Uh, the, yeah. The, the others, if they can develop those other characters, they may have something there, but you're right. Watching, a, a Sitcom with a laugh track seems so kind of antiquated at this point and unnecessary for sure.
7: Like Superstore, super, uh, an example, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Superstore is this great show, but they, that, that's a prototypical sitcom they mm-hmm. did without a laugh track. Mm-hmm. So it works. You can do it. You can do a sitcom without a laugh track. That's right. just a stupid put your brain on a shelf kind of a sitcom. Yet, so that's why the th- like you yeah. don't need to you ever use a laugh track ever again
0: or uh, yeah have a live studio audience then if you want to have the, the, sure. that feedback yeah. the the audience feedback have an actual audience not yeah for sure anyway um Tanya hi how are you? <laughs>
3: I'm better, thankfully. Um, yeah, you kind of took some uh, steam out of my... Uh, yeah, sorry. My, yeah, so my week is crap. <laughs>
0: your, your week is kind of tied to my week, that's why. <laughs>
3: my, my week was the opposite of yours, but I I was in it. You were <laughs> dealing with it. Um, yeah, so I missed a, a, a really great interview. I haven't oh, heard it yeah, yet. yeah, that's right. Andrew um, Anson in last Friday.
0: That's, that's the other one that... Uh, and we that did. was Friday.
3: So the Friday I woke. I was having arm, I've been having arm pain. I hurt myself back in November when we were moving uh, out of our room. And then um, that pain just kind of lingered and continued on uh, for the last few months. And uh, then it got worse and worse and worse. And then I went for a massage on Monday, which uh, remember it hurt so good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, until it didn't. Um, on Friday, I woke up. Then and it hurt so bad. It it was like <laughs> tearful, like it was it was screaming, excruciating pain. Could not get my arm to move, which is my right arm. So like if it was the left, at least you know, okay, fine, I can't do stuff but the right just kind of shut me down completely. Um, not that the pain, the pain shut me down, um, but then yeah, it just made it uh, that much harder and difficult cause yeah, couldn't do anything. Couldn't get my hand to even get to the bathroom sink, like to, to pull it forward, um, to get my shirt off or, like nothing, I couldn't do, I could I wasn't functioning. Anyways, hospital visit, um, uh, they confirmed that I've got calcium deposits in my shoulder. Um, which is causing all the inflammation and the crazy, insane pain that I was in.
0: Tendinitis, yeah.
3: Tendonitis, yep.
0: The good news is it isn't frozen arm.
3: Yeah, frozen shoulder. Frozen uh, shoulder. Yeah, so the, uh, originally the doctor thought it was frozen shoulder along with tendonitis because I couldn't get my arm up. I couldn't move it. Um, but now that we've got the inflammation down and uh, I've been on some painkillers and anti-inflammatories and it's more under control. I've got movement back. So um, bit, yeah. that is, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been very good with doing my exercises and icing and, um, it's very hard for me to sit still. So <laughs> I usually crochet when I'm sitting cause my hands have to do something and I can't do that even right now. So it's been difficult to stay still, but, um, Thankfully, the drugs knocked me out, so I'm sleeping for the most part, (laughs) which was also a very big um, pain because I couldn't lay down. The the gravity on my shoulder um, made me even more in pain, so I was sleeping for the last week in the Lazy Boy uh, sitting up. Um, which was, it's just so not comfortable. But I, the good, the, the the silver lining of that is that I'd be able to sleep on a plane now, I think, which I wasn't <laughs> able to do before. No
0: seats on planes. Don't recline. Yeah. You're not supposed to sleep
7: on a plane. You're supposed to enjoy the experience. Oh boy. Oh my God. It's like a train, Victor. right?
3: Victor. <laughs> yes. I watched a show today. I, 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 so again, I'm doing nothing. So I'm sitting and icing and watching a show and this Netflix show. I don't even remember what the hell it's called. Uh, extreme. Extraordinary interiors, I think it was called or crazy extreme interiors. Anyway, there's a guy in Toronto that I, I need us to find you specifically. He, uh, so from the outside, the house, the, the whole premise of the show is from the outside, the houses look normal, but from the inside, they are not normal. And this not normal house person, people, they have built in the basement, a train. And I'm like, Oh my! Instantly,
0: a replica via train car in his basement, this, like the inside of a car. I no, guess. the outside and inside. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, no, like wow. he
3: full out. Yeah, so you have to watch this show. He full That's out, a big
0: basement. He
3: <laughs> full out via railed his basement, like starting from walking down the stairs. Like you get the blue and the yellow uh, stripe, yeah, and yeah. then you get down, and then there's the car, and then he's got the seats, and he's like he's totally geeked out on like the replicas and the age and the year. And, and that
7: you, sounds exciting. Let's go for it. I know, right.
3: He references back to, you know, what the, where his love started with these trains and how he cried yeah. for a week when this train, you know, um, became um, um, retired. retired or whatever. And, and I'm like, Oh my God, we got to get these yeah, guys I think, together. I think we like, found your best, bestie. Yeah. bestie Victor, and he's in Toronto. Just, so yeah. uh, just around the corner from you. So uh, right, yeah, we gotta we'll got to ro- make that happen. Yep. All
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, how have you been, bud?
1: Um, Pretty decent. I mean, um, I'll bring it down a little bit. January was not the best month up here. Um, uh, Mentioned it on the pre-show. My mom slipped and fell. She's fine. She's yeah. out of a, just a sprain, but she's out of her uh, walking boot as of this week. Yeah. Um, the following week, I think it was the same week that um Victor lost Pumpkin. We lost our 20-year-old cat here. Oh, that's right. Uh, so my sorry. Condolences. Which was thank you. Um, I mean it was expected, but you're never you're never yeah. ready for it. 20 um, years old, that's amazing. Yeah, she well, she's just shy of 20. I think she's yeah. about two months shy of 20. She's a sweet <laughs> sweetheart. Um, then if you know, as if things couldn't have gotten any worse the following week out of the blue, um, one of my buddies, um uh Justin passed away. Oh man, um, sorry. Oh. And it was, uh, yeah, uh, that was kind of a blow. Um, yeah. He'd been battling health problems, but he'd been getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then he was just gone. So, um, so he's a good sorry. guy, really good guy. Um, you know, uh, member of our, uh, we had a, like a middle-aged nerd board game and brunch <laughs> thing that we do once a month up here. And, um, you know, we're going to miss him on that. But um, I think, you know, they started a little GoFundMe for him and, you um, it, their goal was like ten thousand dollars and they raised eight thousand within like two days so wow. okay. you know That's good. Um, he's one of those guys that you know he's always in the background he's never in the foreground mm-hmm. but you know just people loved him so much um it was great to see so yeah um you know we're gonna miss him but um you know he'll live on with us you know he's a good yeah. he was a good guy so yeah. February starting off um you know it, compared to that everything's been great you know I could mm-hmm. we're supposed to get uh, minus 47 degree weather that's with the wind chill um this weekend for um that that's past the point where uh fahrenheit drops below celsius mm. so i think that's like minus 44 in celsius oh yeah.
3: my god
0: i think the technical oh, yeah. word for that is uh fucking cold don't that's, yeah. that's what that's what mittens
1: are for oh man oh yeah I, th- I think Stay i'm gonna need uh, uh about 27 pair of mittens uh all at once just to get out to the car and get to work but mm. um Thankfully, it's only supposed to last, I think, like 36 hours. So, um, uh, tomorrow night and, uh, I think Saturday night, and we're, we're in the clear, but, you know, it's through that. Whew, you know, they were saying, um, hasn't been this cold up here since the 1970s. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun. But, you know, other than that, uh, you know, it's been, um, yeah. You know, February can't be as rough as as, as January was, and yeah, you know, it's all up, just, uphill from here, right? All uphill hill mm-hmm. from here, and, and we're starting the starting the year off right with you know the final episode of uh, uh, the season here. Yeah. So. Final
3: already, just so I crazy. know
1: it went fast. It, it really did, feels it that way. Yeah.
3: Like I just feel like we just were talking at Christmas time that we were mm-hmm. like getting excited that we get to have homework again.
5: Yeah, yeah. 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 It is so, it is Groundhog Day, so maybe we can just keep Damn. reliving. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This right.
3: episode goes on repeat folks. This is the episode
0: that never, never ends. Uh so,
1: so been, if you're um if you're going to be uh you know sitting in a chair for a little bit um I mentioned it um uh in the Discord but um there's a new show on Apple Plus called uh, Shrinking. Okay. Um I've watched the first two episodes. Uh, third one's out. Um I haven't watched it yet but um, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, Krista Miller. It's a, it's a Bill Lawrence show.
0: Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about that one. Yeah. Tra- yep. trailer looks really good. I'm really
7: mm. looking forward to it. Yeah. We're, yeah. Um,
1: we're probably going Gold- to
7: start it this weekend.
1: Yeah. Brett Goldstein, um, is a writer on it. he That's uh, Roy Kent from uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. So you know, be good. Um, nice. And he's got a couple of, uh, uh, Couple uh, Neil Goldman, um, he's one of the other guys from uh, from from Scrubs with Bill Lawrence. Mm. It's just it's a it, first two episodes were really fun. So it's got kind of a Ted Lasso type comedy vibe to it.
3: Oh, I love Ted Lasso. Cool. That's right up when, my alley. When,
7: when I when I heard about it on the. This I went and checked IMDb. I guess I had no idea that it only dropped that day, yeah. And yeah. and and the rating wasn't great. And there was one. And you know, we scroll down, you get to read the first review, and it was a really bad review. <laughs> so I'm thinking, wow, it's like, what's going on? This show's not uh, not that great. And it only, obviously, it was just starting to uh, get the reviews in.
1: Yeah, so. all the other reviews have been pretty decent. And I mean. Uh, the the Rotten Tomato score and it was really good so um, I can't I mean I think Bill Lawrence has another hit on his
7: it looks great from the trailer and from the just the, the premise I haven't sounds seen really anything
3: great. or heard anything about it what's the name again?
0: Shrinking Shrinking, Shrinking. Shrinking. Yeah. okay I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll uh, I'll send it to you hook me up all right, guys. Like, well I'll get I mean, my
3: inner guy on it. Yeah.
0: So I know it's cold outside and you know what helps with cold? Warm liquids, like maybe coffee. So why don't we listen to uh, this uh, word from our sponsor? And since he's not here tonight and we all miss his voice, let's listen to Matt. Mm-hmm. Hey there, ladies. How are you now? You like strong, dark coffee? Well, then you're in luck.
1: Diabolical coffee is being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, grat- and espresso. Or if you're feeling kinky, there's a cake-up option. Use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the 20. store. That's 10% off 20. all coffee and merch. 20%. So it's time to put
5: the D your coffee with diabolical coffee and thank you diabolical coffee for your support
0: yes thank you diabolical coffee and eric for your support and speaking of support welcome to new twitter followers eric iggy from rochester new york kodiak jack bill mcdonald from michigan Boolean data jared flanagan Dan from Earth, Boos from Austin, Texas, Twins Shop from uh, Columbus, Ohio, Nicholas Reed from Oshawa, Ontario, John Van Zandvoort from uh, Eindhoven, uh, Pinata Smashing Season from Houston, Texas, Nikki Podesta, Nestle, uh, Leslie Perkins Sharky from Austin, Texas, Shape Foster from Virginia Beach, Virginia, Mark Peter Rinaldi, Rinaldi uh, Chad Tremel. Nicolette Becker from Staten Island Staten Island New York Stuart Wright from Apex North Carolina cryubi um, Jim Johnson from Gander Silas Condon from uh, Midwest Derek Pott from Endicott New York busy B from West Dakota John Peretta uh, Rick Robinson from Northern Kentucky Joseph Dorbad Clessard 5568. Andrew, Worst Cross, this Justin Cannonball from Columbus, Ohio, John Hume, John DeTringo from uh, Tampa, Florida, Michelle Quas from the United States, Lucien, uh Hunter Hurst from Alberta, the undeniable, indisputable, unadulterated uh, DW, uh, Brock Kirshner from uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, I'd love to live in Sheboygan because I just want to say Sheboygan all the time. Uh, Mark Neil Bo- Boylan from uh, Virgin's Vermont, uh, Bo Sox twenty six from Oregon, Dave Voss from Glen Burnie Maryland, Chad Adams, uh, DS from Chicago, Marty Dickens, Dicky from um, Medicine Hat Alberta, Michelle from Go Bruins, E Catch from uh, San Francisco um. California, <laughs> uh, Lou. Uh, Let's see, Louisville Psycho, Kayla Maroney from uh, San Diego, California, Jake and Tammy Hodgson from Florida. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously. On letter Last week we recapped and reviewed episode 5 of season 11, Influenzas, and that episode got a fresh rating from all of us, except Victor, uh, who gave it a clearance. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, which got 125 votes, 59.2% of you gave this episode a fresh, 28% agreed with Victor, and 12.8% gave it a compost. Uh, so uh, this week we recap and review uh, episode, the season finale of season 11, DGENs. Have you done your homework? Who first? Oh, Joshua, have you done your homework?
5: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, about uh, 10 minutes before the pod started. That's right, you did. Good job,
0: Uh, Matt. uh, Well, yeah, he had to fill in and he filled in exactly the way Matt would have. Uh, I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? It was. Uh, Tanya just stepped away, but I know that she did her homework. And Jeff, have you done your homework? Improbable. Improbable. Yes, yes, about 50 times. All right, so here we go.
2: Well, don't bore us, get to the chorus.
0: We open on the classic setting, the Hicks sitting on the back porch, faces obstructed by the railings. Squirly Dan says that Tannis is off the darts, Uh, says she read an article in some Canadian magazine asking when the last time you really enjoyed a dart. Um, Derry says he's enjoying his dart quite a bit. Wayne's having a great dart. Squirly Dan says there ain't nothing wrong with the dart he's having right now.
2: Like, I know you're not supposed to like them. Who's you? And they tell you that they're bad for you. Who's they? But it's just like, quit telling me what I shouldn't like. I think you just became things. So don't go
1: tell me what I shouldn't like. Who are you
2: fucking talking to, bud?
1: I was just thinking, I can't, I can't remember the darts I didn't enjoy.
2: Well, it's like, if you're not going to enjoy the dart, then just don't have the dart. Well, yeah, that's the power that you have over the darts. They try to tell you that that's the power the darts have over you. Fuck, they's got a big mouth. <laughs> they's starting to piss me off. Well, it's just because I think that, you know, it's you running the store all the time and spending your hard-earned money on the darts rather than the other way around. <laughs> Kind of funny, though, the thought of darts going to the store for
0: you. Neither Derry nor Squirly Dan react to Wayne's comment to indicate that what he said was in any way kind of funny. Uh, under his breath, Wayne says, they don't think so, eh? Uh, Squirly Dan asks the others what uh, they would say are the darts they most enjoyed. Derry says, he's always always enjoyed that first dart when you step off a plane. Uh, Wayne agrees, that's a great dart. Squirly Dan says, there's no better uh, pair than a coffee and a dart. They all agree. Um... Derry says he'd have he he'd have to say the dart he enjoyed most ever was the first dart he ever had. Squirrelly then does remember that dart being so good for him. Wayne agreed he coughed so damn bad. Derry clarified that it was his first time also having sex. Oh, oh
2: laid out like that. change my fucking mind! Yeah, that'd be yeah. a damn good dart. Context,
0: yeah. We <laughs> big
1: cliche though, lighting up the darts after having sex though, don't you think? So?
2: Well, I had heard that you're supposed to lay with them for a little while before you go get cleaned up, so I figured I'd have a dart. Better not be darting in bed if I'm doing up the linens. It's just that I'd seen people in movies smoke so many times after sex that I thought that's what you were supposed to do. Oh, no. Same thing goes with sex beforehand. I just did what i
7: have seen so many times in porno movies, and it turns out that is not what you're supposed to do. No.
1: I think the best darts I ever had was the series of darts that smokes after school playing cards with my Aunt Ethels. And mind you, Ethels would call darts fags. And I expose there's a certain amount of charm to that language coming out to the right mouths.
2: Mm, context, yeah.
0: Derry and Squid then turn to Wayne, who's getting a bit emotional emotional over this talk of great darts. They've always been there for him, right there in his breast pocket. And then cut to Wayne out in the field.
2: You know what? You can't enjoy them all equally, and if you didn't, you wouldn't smoke them. So hold your judgment, because at the end of the day, I could put down darts a lot faster than you could put down the fucking internet. I love that.
0: <laughs> and cue the theme. All right. Joshua, how was that cold open for you?
5: I, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite part was right at the end was Wayne. You know, I can put down a pack of darts quick and you can put down the internet. I think that kind of hit everybody there because everybody uses the internet now, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, Yeah. I enjoyed it too. I really liked, there was a lot of really subtle acting in this one. A lot of like uh, stuff being said under the breath, especially by Wayne. Uh, and, and it was a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Kind of Uh, just, just flowed really well the whole point about uh you know quitting cigarettes i mean tanya and i smoked for for 10 years and it was the hardest thing to quit um you know we we did but it took a long time it took a lot of tries but uh wayne's wayne's point at the end there where like if i was to think about it yeah i think quitting the internet would be even harder than that. So, uh, so for sure it was a, it was a point well made. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun cold open. It wasn't particularly hilarious, but I didn't mind it at all. Victor, what'd you think?
7: Um, well, objectively it was just fine. It was mm-hmm. just another, <clears throat> I think run of the mill cold opens, mm-hmm. uh, su- uh, subjectively I really didn't care for it. I didn't relate to it cause I never smoked right. the last, Last start I had was in high school, and I didn't enjoy it. Um, I never really found the intrigue. Didn't really. So I have, I have. There's, there's. I, I feel nothing for it. I guess sure. uh, I can't relate to it. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, keep, keep on moving. Keep on moving. All right, ten.
3: Um, I, I got sentimental on this one because, <laughs> um, you know, it was it the just the the as soon as the scene comes up and and you know the 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 bar across their face, the the back porch. The, I remember the very first time we saw that and how we were like, what on earth are they doing? Like we can't see their face. Yeah. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. What is this shot about? And now I see the shot and I'm like, oh, it's letter Kenny. It, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> cause it's it's like it's become a classic. Sure. And and you know you're gonna get something either <laughs> weird but but like either like they're going to talk about their ball sack hopefully they're not going to talk about the ants good um uh, because i think both of those were that cross um um, yeah same same scene yeah um but anyways I, i i and immediately it had my attention just because i know that there's going to be this conversation um and as al mentioned yes we smoked Um, I'm, I, I, the, the cigarette that I missed the most was the one early, early in the morning. So I used to work in, in home care. Oh God, isn't that terrible that I was smoking when I was doing home care. Um, I used to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning, um, get ready for the day, go out, have my coffee and we'd smoke outside. And it was that first morning smoke and a coffee, and where the birds are out, there's no traffic, there's no other noise. And I, now that I'm not a smoker, I, I know that what I missed the most or what I appreciated the most or what I liked the most was breathing in and having a deep breath in and a deep breath out, which now I realize it was just deep breathing. Like that is the meditation. It was meditation. It yeah. was meditation. <laughs> You're taking
0: time for yourself to meditate. It
3: was that meditation breathing mm-hmm. and that deep breath in and the deep breath out. Now, like still to this day, I really appreciate. Driving in the car, because we we would smoke in the car, and having the window open, just a gap, and hearing that sound, the, the air rushing mm. through the window, and that's a calming sound to me, um, which is still, I, I may have kicked the cigarette, but I haven't kicked some of the things that I did when I did smoke. And we've right. been smoke-free for 15, good, 16, good
0: 17 years old, since uh, Probably, the boy, yeah. before the boy was born. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
3: uh yeah it was a it was a it was a good scene and the, mm-hmm. the line as Joshua said, the line at the very end loved it so much mm-hmm. loved it so much
0: yeah, I can relate to this this cold open because we've had this conversation with our friends who like when's our what was our favorite cigarette I think mine was probably when we'd go to the cottage and being oh, out on the, the dock cottage on in the, dock. the morning have a coffee on the dock and a cigarette in the peace and quiet again you make a good point actually it's not the smoking you miss it's the taking that time to sit quietly by yourself, which is basically meditation, right? Uh, Jeff, what did you think of this?
1: Uh, it made me want to smoke again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been, uh, I've been smoke free almost three years now. Um, I quit when we went into COVID lockdown, April 1st, oh. uh, 2020. And, uh, um, it just, it was so, <laughs> it just brought me back. Yeah. Um, I got to say the first dart is never a good dart. No.
0: Um, it's never, no, I because mean, you I don't quit. know how to do it. You don't know how to, yeah,
1: no, no. And then after, even after you quit mm-hmm. and then like, you know, there were mo- I you know, I'd, I smoked off and on for probably 20, 25 years, right. um, m- more on than off, but there'll be times that I'd quit. And then six months later, I'd, you know, something would snap and I would need a stress release and I'd pick it up again. And that first one you smoke again after quitting, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, post coitus darts are never good darts either. I don't know why people say that. Post that's, what? Po- uh, yeah, so post coitus. So oh, so.
3: post coitus. I'm like, what? <laughs> post
1: coitus. Um, and uh. uh I laughed, uh, this, this wasn't the funniest cold open by far, but it was one of their most normal conversations for mm-hmm. letter. Games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've had, really this, we've
0: had this conversation <laughs> with our friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it was Um, I gotta familiar. agree. Like usually, usually the, the best start is the morning dart. The first one in the morning, mm-hmm. get up peace and quiet. Calm. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, uh, I feel like this cold open might've been like a big F you to anybody who complains, that they smoke too much on television, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, and Kiso is exactly one hundred percent right. Um, uh, you know, he could quit smoking before most people could put down the internet. And I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I agree with that. I mean, I I don't think I I've I quit smoking, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could give up the internet for sure.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We move on to scene one. The Hicks are in the farmhouse kitchen having beers. Katie asks Wayne how driving Pete is doing. Wayne doesn't answer, but we cut to a montage of scenes where Jive and Pete's constantly arriving late, and we all know from McCoya how much Wayne values punctuality. Uh, Cut back to the kitchen, and Wayne, surprisingly, says, Pete will figure it out. Uh, The others warn Wayne not to cut him too much slack, but Wayne repeats the refrain, when a friend asks for help, you help him. Uh, Derry says Pete is no friend of his. Kate gets up while reprimanding Derry, saying that the guy who got exiled... Sorry. For uh, two years for mailbox stealing, doesn't does believe in second chances. Wayne notices Katie's new docks. So he got some new high tops there.
4: These don't need an introduction. What are
2: you trying to fucking. Are you trying to fucking start a punk band or a skaz band? Skinhead.
4: Sticks and stones, boys. Docks are timeless fashion, and timeless fashion never goes out of style.
2: Case, okay, so what are you? Fucking fucking dairy-free ice cream eater
4: or gonna smoke a pipe next style tips from mark's work fucking warehouse
0: i love it oh man okay production note mark's work warehouse i believe is a canadian store so yeah okay Uh, it is a clothing and footwear retailer specializing in casual and industrial wear established in 1977 so if you want to buy overall steel toed boots Flannel, anything, long and underwear, plaid. hard, and hard plaid. hats, A plaid, plaid, plaid. etc. And was that still
3: toe boots, boots. or boots? Boots.
0: boots. Uh, yeah. You go to Marks Work Warehouse, and, <laughs> and they're, they're all over Canada. So that's uh, what that that's why that joke's funny. So Squirrelly Dan asks Katie if she really wants to be that guy. Katie asks, "What's wrong with being known for something?" Squid Dan says nothing if it's a good thing. For example, there was a time when Derry was considering rocking a chain wallet, but he didn't want to be that guy. Same with Squirrely Dan when he had a nipple ring. He was that guy. <laughs> Wayne asked how he got that out. Squid Dan says, oh, he was there. Now, that, I believe, is an allusion to um, a story they told back in season one of when they were down in the States, right? Am, am I right with that one, Jeff? The So Dan's nipple ring, you mean? Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, it, well, I think it was the very. I think it was
1: like one of the very first scenes that 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 we see of Letterkenny because mm-hmm. they're talking about. Um, uh, Dan getting tasered and the taser latching yes. onto a
3: ring. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. So that was yes. that was might have been the very first, not the cold open, but the mm-hmm. very first letter Kenny scene. Yeah. He
3: was up in the tree. So that
0: that that's a callback right back to season one.
3: See, <laughs> look, Victor, there's threads <laughs>
0: all over the place. Incredible, absolutely incredible. <laughs> yes. Uh, Squid Dan asks Katie if she. Oh wait, no. Here we go. Uh, where are we? Uh, Katie adds that it's like the time she wanted to get cat eye glasses, but she didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> Same with bangs. Then she asks the guys if she should get bangs. The guys all answer in concert, Yes, you should get bangs. Uh, Derry asks if uh, he should get bangs. Squirrelly Dan tells him, Dudes don't get bangs, but then they both look at Wayne, who has bangs. Uh, Katie says, Docs are different, they're iconic. And then she changes the subject, noting uh, that Wayne is squinting even more than usual.
4: I've been noticing you doing that a lot more recently.
0: I've noticed you doing it so wee bits more than usuals, too's good buddies.
2: No, I think you're squinting just the perfect amount there, good buddy.
4: You're having trouble <laughs> seeing, aren't you? Got a great future. When was the last time you went to the Optimal Myth?
2: Oh, that'd be our class trip to Dr. McDavid's. It's in grade two. Grade one.
4: Grade one? What's the yes. problem, Katie? I'm making you an
2: appointment. Don't you know, go a fucking warp Tour to get to or something? <laughs> I'll just go play a fucking rockabilly. <laughs> fucking steampunk. Fucking dance the skanks. Fucking going straight edge. Get out of here, you fucking stage diver.
0: <laughs> I love all the trips that have to do yeah. with Katie's Doc Martens. They're so good. <laughs> Scene Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Wayne is at the eye doctor, sitting across from a lovely looking Dr. McDavid, played by Ashley German, a Canadian actress known for late night double feature, black mud and snow. Uh, this is Dr. McDavid. Oh, this Dr. McDavid is probably not the one he saw in first grade. Say, where's Dr. McDavid?
4: Dr. McDavid, my grandpa, or Dr. McDavid, my dad?
2: The doctor's McDavid.
4: Golf course. Or legion.
2: Yeah, that's why you just thinking you're kind of young to be a doctor, eh?
4: I think when you get to a certain age, everyone seems young. Good enough. So do you want the good news first or the bad? Bad. You're dying.
2: I'll get my affairs in order.
4: There's no bad news. Some people with your vision get glasses and some people don't.
2: Well, then I'll save a buck.
4: What prompted you to get your eyes checked?
2: I'm told I squint too much.
4: You got a bright future.
2: Thank you for your help. But if the sun's bothering you. The sun doesn't bother me.
4: I could apply your prescription to a very stylish pair of sunglasses.
0: Um. Apparently, so this was called out in the Discord, uh, Dr. McDavid is the same uh, character who prescribes the Ritz uh, or Ritalin to Riley and Jonesy back a few seasons back. So I, I cannot guarantee uh, or confirm that, but uh, yeah, that's what huh. somebody brought up.
1: So an optometrist is
0: prescribing some. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, strange. Yeah. Op- it seems. Oh, it it wouldn't have been
1: Ritalin. It would have been their um, Or Roy's uh, Roy's
0: or something. I don't know. That no, wasn't no, an no, optometrist. No.
1: Op- <laughs> STD medication. Their STD. Oh, yeah, because they got the Ritz and Roids from the Skids.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe somebody can. Uh, That's
3: a very strange. Clarify, because I, uh, sure. I, I couldn't. Re- I didn't
0: right, remember it? it, but they 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 said it was the same actress. So we'll see if uh, that can be confirmed. Um. Oh, she was studying. What she who was studying. Oh, the girl. Uh, so the girl who wanted the who went to get the Riddlin from oh. the Skids. Oh. Gotcha. So it was the same actress, or is the That's same true. character? Think, yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you, Tobias, for, for clearing that one up. Uh, scene three, back at the protest stand, Wayne is sitting there wearing his new sunglasses. Uh, the others join him and then cue the sunglass chirping.
4: You playing shortstop or second? <laughs> hey, Left field?
0: Mind your beeswax.
4: A brisk out for beach volleyball's there's good buddies.
2: A little warm for 80s night on slopes. I could shake my head in these all day. They won't come off. It. You look like you're about to rip a tour to France. You look
0: like Lance Armstrong if he did even more steroids.
4: You look like the guy who's gonna say <laughs> something racist into camera at a live on location news broadcast.
0: I was waiting for them to make a Brett the Hitman heart joke because he had right? those wraparound around <laughs> oh, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel says he thought JP was supposed to be driving. Uh, Pete was supposed to be there. Wayne grumbles, "He's late again. S- uh, smells like a brewery all morning and dispensary all afternoon." Uh, but Wayne is hesitant. Wanna what? I feel bad for him. Who
4: the fuck are you? It's
0: like I'm not getting soft or anything. It's
4: You're like, a fanny pack full of cotton balls. It's
2: like it's likely not easy getting yourself sorted after you've been off smoking meth for half a fucking decade.
4: You're a chocolate marshmallow Santa. But
2: here he is doing it.
4: Your baby hair bud.
2: Just can't get out of his own way. You
4: know what? I think those sunglasses are a wee bit tight on your brain, big brother.
0: Wayne has to do something because uh, driving Pete is fucking useless. The others agree. He just doesn't like to kick people when they're down. Scene four at Modine's, the Hicks minus Wayne sidle up to the bar. Rosie p- pokes fun at Squirrely Dan's I Speak Feminist hat. The others join in with, uh, you're not that guy, are you? Uh, Squirrely Dan is saved when Riley and Jonesy joined them at the bar.
4: So it's my birthday week. Sorry, what? It's my birthday week. And I want to celebrate it with everyone I care about. So I was wondering if you all would meet me here tonight to celebrate the best birthday week ever. You're that guy? What guy? The guy who makes way too big a deal out of his own birthday.
3: Only 13-year-old girls can use the expression birthday week, Sally.
0: <laughs> Jonesy defends his buddy. It's just been a really tough week for everyone with the d fucking with them again. Thibodeau got a job... Um, driving zamboni but when he didn't show up for work they had to play their beer league game in an inch of snow he just thinks birthday week is uh, a birthday week party is something they all need right
3: now and you're that guy yes the guy who knows what we all need right now what next? anything that brings you mild satisfaction is
4: everything and anyone doing anything remotely relatable is all of us Gail, the new hand soap you got in the bathroom gives me life. Oh my god, Katie, that video you posted of Gus sleeping beside his bowl is such a mood. You're not a tabloid magazine's Twitter account. Stop talking like that. Well, none of this changes the fact that I still want to make uh, my birthday week. Don't (laughs) say birthday week. Wasn't gonna, birthday. But I do really want to make a week out of it, so.
3: (laughs) We'll come to your birthday party.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Just then Annick shows up for her shift at the bar. Riley invites Annick to his birthday week party. And Nick tells him not to be that guy. Derry says hi to Annick. She says hi back before disappearing into the kitchen. Derry watches her go, but then gets snapped back to the present by Katie. Gail informs Derry that those little top ponies or nubbins are still a thing with dudes in Quebec. Uh, Derry is very interested in this news. Next scene, at the murder barn, Wayne wakes Jive and Pete up, who is sleeping on a bale of barley.
2: Now, there's a way things run around here, and your work ethic is slowing up production. Okay. I can see you're trying to turn over a new leaf and all that, and I'm trying to help you. But you're not reliable. Okay. Feels to me like there might be a problem. I wonder if it mightn't be a bad idea for you to take some time and get that sorted. You firing me? Did I say I was firing you?
0: Jive uh, and Pete stares at Wayne in the gla- sunglasses intensely and then says okay and leaves. Scene six, Wayne and his sunglasses are back outside at the protestant when the skids wheel up on their bikes. Uh, Stewart informs Wayne that Jive and Pete's been saying some shit about him. Uh, Wayne doesn't react. Stuart says they know it's not true, but he just warns wants Wayne to know about it.
6: He came to us for some contraband an hour or so ago and he was
2: indignant, irked, ireful, ill-tempered. He said you called us fags. We know he wouldn't say that, so...
0: <laughs> just then, the McMurrays drive up.
1: Yeah, I come to the house,
2: looking for a hot tub now. He's an old pal, so, you know, I entertained the idea. But then he had the audacity, the little rat bastard, to say that when he was here working with yous, that yous
7: guys were saying you'd like to fuck my old lady, Mrs. McMurray. Now, well, I know you wouldn't say it. I'm just letting you know. It's being said.
3: We know you wouldn't say it. Like, if you didn't.
0: As Mrs. McMurray presents herself to him.
4: Jarvan was talking. Uh, the,
0: the rest of the hicks drive up.
4: ...shit about you in the Modines parking lot. Dan went to punch him. He ducked out. Derry went to chase him, but he couldn't catch him.
2: Well, that's the difference between a friend and a pal. A pal will listen to someone talk shit about you. A friend won't hear a second of it.
4: D-gens are back.
2: D-gens ain't welcomes. How are we going to fuck this pig?
0: Scene seven, back of Modine, Squirrely Dan, Derry and Katie join Rosie at the bar. Derry's rocking a nubbin. Uh, Rosie is uh, starts making fun of him immediately, <coughs> saying that he's that guy. The skids pop up literally at the bar and start laughing and saying, oh my God. Uh, Squirrely Dan comforts Derry, saying there's nothing wrong with showing his feminine side. Derry begins to defend himself, but then a Nick comes out and comments. Derry asks if, he, if she likes it. She says he looks like all of her cousins, then goes back into the kitchen, leaving Derry dejected and the others snickering.
6: It's good to be known for
3: something, Daryl, and there's nothing wrong with being that guy. For instance, I wear a bowler hat. I'm that guy. Yeah, and I wear a Indiana. I'm that guy.
0: Thank you, Skids.
3: Just don't be that guy. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! My, oh my god! Hey,
0: Gales, what guys are you?
3: So? In town this size? Yeah. The black guy.
6: The great David Beckham could barely pull that off, you fool.
1: Bender like Beckham.
7: (laughs) Hilarious, coming from a clockwork orange.
4: They're right. You're no Jon Snow, bud. Don't you have a
1: Mighty Mighty Boston show to get to?
4: I'm more of a rancid gal. What's with the hat, Dan?
0: Aye, sirs. Just
4: kidding, I don't give a fuck.
0: They all start chirping at each other. Then scene eight, Wayne pulls up to Jive and Pete's house in his truck. Jive and Pete's sitting out front with about six of his D-Gen friends.
2: What happens now, Wayne? You start walking in this direction, or you start running in the other one.
0: Yeah, you gonna chase me?
2: Well, you've done what you've done, and if you wanna humiliate yourself right here in front of all your pals by not taking responsibility for it when the time's come, well, that's enough for me. What if we just beat the shit out of you right here and right now? I'm not leaving here without some sort of resolution.
0: I came to work every single day and I poured my heart and soul into that job. You tell me I'm slowing up production to try and fire me? I
1: never said I was firing you. I've been in 20 years, 20 years, and no one's ever
0: told me I was slowing up production in my life. So maybe you ought to take a good hard look in the mirror, do some thinking about which one of us is the real problem. Because the only person with an
2: issue here is you. Yous have upset a lot of people in town. Yeah, it's a good thing
0: I'm from up country and Pete says, in spite of all that, Wayne corrects him, it's despite. Uh, despite of all that, and uh, Pete's going to uh, give Wayne a pass. Prove to Wayne he's not the man Wayne thinks he is. He sends Wayne off to gather up some of his pals and come back to sort things out. Final scene, musical montage time. At Modine's, Stuart and Rold are helping Rosie decorate for Riley's birthday week party. At the protestant, Wayne calls on the other hicks. Back at Modine's, party preparations continue. Outside the gym, Jonesy picks Riley up to go to the party. Back at the farm, Wayne, Derry, and Squirrelly Dan pile into the back of the pickup while Katie drives. They pick up Joint Boy and Tyson and then McMurray. Back to Modine's where Riley and Jonesy arrive for the party. Over to J.P., uh, driving Pete's house as the Hicks arrive. It's dark now, but it seems the D-gens haven't moved from their spots since Wayne was there earlier. Uh, The Hicks jump out of the truck and charge at the D-gens. It's a pretty one-sided brawl with the Hicks coming up on top again. The Hicks drive back into town. Back at Modine's, the celebration continues, but the Hicks just go back to the produce stand and sit there drinking and smoking in the dark, and we fade to black. All right, that's the episode. We start off with our initial comments, discussion, starting with So you, many Josh. good
1: notes I've got on this one, so.
0: All right, well, we're going to start with Josh. Uh, no ratings, just uh, what, do, what do you think of this one, Josh?
5: Um, I enjoyed it. Um, the little, I actually haven't quite finished the last like two minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally mm-hmm. just started watching it after you sent that message tonight, Al. So I've been trying to not watch ahead. Um, but yeah, I d- didn't even get time to really make notes on it. So mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot to uh, really throw in here. All right. Well, well, well I did well, like to comment though. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're
0: late. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's a refrain used a lot throughout and uh yeah for sure so let me say
5: the last two minutes though Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah yeah oh. It's, it's paused on the tv up here so I'm <laughs> yeah watching it but yeah. uh i'll just say kudos to billy <laughs> yeah that that saying though i was always taught that growing up you know to be on time is to be late uh, or what is it to be early is to be on time to be on time is to be late and to be late is unacceptable. So it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. I'm always, I'm 10, 15 minutes early, usually for everything.
0: So except tonight, <laughs> it's a good way to be. No, you right on time tonight. Are you kidding me? I, I, I put out a, a request for somebody to fill in like 10 minutes before I, I opened the line. So Thank you for doing that. Oh, and by the way, I uh, just want to note to anybody who's listening, uh, Joshua did go and put his uh, Squirrely Matt t shirt on. <laughs> we have Matt here now. So he's representing Matt. We have Matt
5: there. His
3: wife ran and, and got it for you. Did she not? I
5: texted, I texted my wife. I said, hey, bring my shirt down. So
0: <laughs> Nice. Brought it down
3: for Shout me. Shout out. All
0: done. Shout All right. Um, this episode, for me, uh, it's kind of a tale of two halves. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the first half. I thought it was really good. I thought the continuation of the Jive and Pete story, uh, of you know Wayne kind of trying to help him rede- redeem, excuse me, redeem himself, was really good. Um, and I do agree that the the final montage was well done. For, I just, and, and I wrote this in my in my synopsis. Basically, the the Hicks win another fight against the Djens, It was kind of anticlimactic. And I'm trying to understand and maybe, you know, Jeff and uh, you can or, or, or Victor or Tanya, you can tell me what the significance of the last scene is of them sitting at the produce stand in the dark, having smokes and drinking there, not joining the party. It just seemed uh, just a, a low note to end the season on. Uh, there was no cliffhanger. It was just, you know, they they had another fight and then they went back to the produce stand and, and that's the end. Um I really enjoyed the first half of the, of the, of this, uh, episode though. It was really, really well done. Um, again, the Jive and Pete story, I was, I was enjoying that and kind of, you know, pulling for him a bit. Um, but in the end, you know, uh, sometimes the leopard can't change its spots. And so I don't mind that he went back to his D gen ways. Um, I just, I don't know. There's something, the, the resolution wasn't left, left me wanting more. Victor, what'd you think?
7: Let's see. Um, I think for me, this was like a casual, unassuming walk through the park, a park that I've been to many times, Mm. um, where, um, it was very familiar. Uh, it was, um, you know, pleasant, uh, in, in many respects. Uh, there's a couple of things that I didn't like about it. And 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 the ending for me was also very forgettable. Mm. I think I I think I know where Jeff is going to come from just in terms of the cinematography and and the style and whatnot. So my my review strictly from the story itself, right? From from in terms of uh, not 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 kind of the uh, artistic value, uh, just from the story itself. It just felt very. Um, really that's the end. That's the end of the season. That's how we're going to end it. And obviously there's some hidden message or maybe it's not so hidden. I just don't get it. Like in terms of that, that last scene. Um, But if, 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 if whatever that message is, I didn't get it. So, um, but, but yeah, it was just a, for me, just very familiar, uh, very comfortable home cooking kind of an episode.
6: Mm
3: -hmm.
7: Uh, Tanya.
3: Um, So, I'm just gonna say it. Um, I I was confused, but not for the for the reasons I usually am. Um, I I got all the banter, which was a first for me. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't. I usually there um, when they reference um, people and things. Um, I don't know hockey. I don't know, um, like the, the internets and, um, um, famous people and stuff like that. So I, I can't really play along with those, but I was able to get the, the, the references that they, um, when they were trying to make fun of, uh, Katie's Mm docs, um, I was able to, to keep up. Um, um, but what I was confused about, and it was probably my own doing, um, I, we, I, how do I word this? I we know something because um, of being at the studio, and so I was waiting to see that thing, oh. and not understanding that it wasn't this episode. Okay, well,
0: so <laughs> you can Save say no. She she's uh, reluctant to say it because she thinks it's only something we saw. But so in shooting season twelve they posted Instagram shots oh, of a okay. rave in season 12. Twice. Tanya was confused right. thinking that this, this season ended in a rave and was waiting for a rave and the rave never <laughs> happened.
3: The time. I'm like, Oh, okay. So they up to the, the, like the hit, the, not the Hicks, the, awesome. um, the, the uptown, what are they called? The uh,
0: uh, DGENs. D-gens. <laughs> yes. the, the D gens.
3: Cause, cause there was a reference that, uh, that, yeah. Anyways, I don't know whether I can say anything. So anyways, <laughs> I there was a reference to something and I'm like, "Oh, okay, so this is who's going to do this and this is where the rave's going to be." And so the whole freaking episode, I was waiting for the rave to happen, and the rave never happened. So that left me confused. Um but I shook that off. Um I tried to watch it a second time going, "Okay, this isn't what I thought this was. So watch it now <laughs> not expecting that." Um but I was still confused because Um, they're okay. So we're, uh, so where to begin? So they all get into the truck, Katie's driving Mm -hmm. and they start jumping into the pickup part. Right. Mm -hmm. So we got Wayne, uh, Squirrelly Dan and Derry in the back and they leave the farmhouse and they go over to first person's house, uh, McMurray's
0: no, they, get, they pick up oh, Tyson. Uh, Joint Boy and Joint Boy Tyson. And, Tyson. Yeah. and
3: they get into the back.
0: <clears throat> uh, first, they toss their shirts off to the ground before getting right. into the truck, by the way. I'm
3: like, so they left their shirts behind? <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. that many shirts that they can just like <laughs> psh, toss that one. And, you know, I don't want to get blood on it or mm-hmm. well, I don't know. Anyways, they
0: probably have guys. Psh, shirts
3: go, mm-hmm. uh, they hop in and then they pick up the McMurray's. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, where's Mrs. McMurray no, going? She, no, she didn't go. She did.
0: No, McMurray, she, McMurray got in the truck. She didn't. I thought she, she was going to get in off. with, with, no.
3: with, um, uh, cause I thought they were going to the bar.
0: No. Well, no,
3: I didn't know that they were going to go back to fight, to fight mm-hmm. that whole exchange that happened between Wayne and, um, Jive and, Pete. Jive and Pete, I thought that was done, done which was strange to me because that usually ends in a fight. So it didn't seem like, okay, I don't know what they're doing, but they're going and having the birthday thing. So anyways, I didn't know, I thought they were going for the birthday. I didn't know they were going back to Jive and Pete. Hmm. So again, I got confused there. And then they all get out of the truck and Katie's not there. And I'm like, okay, where did Katie go? Cause I'm looking for her in the truck thinking okay is she watching this is she going to come out and have a smoke and just be like hanging in the background and she wasn't there so i'm like where'd katie go did they drop her off with miss mcmurray anyways i was trying to track well, people she's still in the
0: truck she and just i wasn't stayed a, in the
3: truck i think i was still looking for a rave and figuring out where it was gonna <laughs> drop in
0: after i told you there's no rave in season 11. i don't know
3: i just got i think the curious.
7: morphine kicked in <laughs> yeah i,
0: I think, so I, think too. I got a
3: wee bit loopy <laughs> and tried to track something mm-hmm. that was impossible for me to track Um, but I, 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 yeah, I don't like when they all gang up on people. Um, like I think having a week long birthday is perfectly good. I think Mm
0: -hmm. you go for it. Okay. I had a feeling maybe you'd, you'd have a hard time with that because you you, you made a week long birthday for our son. So yeah, I just
3: (laughs) go for the week. That's what I say. Go for a freaking month, Mm -hmm. like own it, own the whole month.
0: I will so say people this people that
3: want a pp on your on your party I think that's just you know what <laughs> pants. They, they just don't have any fun in their life
0: Um <coughs> I didn't enjoy how mean Rosie was being I've- I was going to go there on our second round yeah. yeah, yeah yes Yeah okay Jeff save us here tell us why we're all wrong Yeah
1: Well I don't I don't necessarily think you guys are all wrong mm-hmm. There. this definitely was kind of like the tale of two episodes Mm -hmm. kind of mashed together um i've got some extensive notes i'm I'm gonna i'll try to make it quick um a lot of throwbacks in this episode there were a ton of throwbacks in this Mm -hmm. episode um you got uh uh it's barley Mm -hmm. um (laughs) yeah dairy with the mailbox stealing um and one of the funniest things and i mean this is only i think the second time it's been done is dairy pointing at wayne um okay. when like like yeah. like dudes don't get bangs and Darius like <laughs> yeah and it's the second time it's ha- it happened in the episode the with the um uh the canadian pickers episode when mm-hmm. they were um that anyway anyway uh, it's, it's just hilarious like yeah. darry's like you mm, know it's like a lost puppy um uh docs are iconic mm-hmm. um let me say that uh for a living i work for a um a company that does like usually known for music and fashion
6: mm-hmm.
1: um apparel um and over the years i've been that guy many many times um <laughs> so i'm talking you know uh, docs uh wallet chain piercings all that all that stuff so this episode really hit home to me um all the music references i loved i loved there were so many um i'm a big big punk rock fan right um so when they were doing oi, 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 and talking about rancid <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. the mighty mighty boss tones, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Loved it. That that hit that hit home for me. Um uh, Wayne sunglasses.
3: Oh, hilarious, <laughs> um, right?
1: That's my brother. My brother wears that type of sunglasses. He thinks it's cool. Um, he sends me ads, he uh, offers to buy them for me because he gets a discount um it's just no no those those sunglasses are not cool um uh, i think you
7: would look funny in them
1: yes yeah I mean, just not not me for halloween <laughs> um uh so a couple of things that you guys haven't talked about yet um dan being the feminist that guy mm-hmm. that was great um you already know all this stuff about Dan, yeah. you know, you know that he's a, you know, he's, he, he's, he's a women's rights supporter. Um, but to be mm-hmm. that guy and go over the top and like wearing the hat and especially like, in the face of
0: all the, all of the, the chirping he was getting from Katie right. and from Rosie, like he was, he was getting, yeah, chirped a lot. And at
1: some point, you know, everybody, everybody was that guy at one point in this episode. So Wayne was the sunglasses, that guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, Dan was the feminist, that guy. Um, so when we get to Modine's um, and Dan, Dan's wearing his, I speak feminist hat. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another throwback in there. We get a fuck you, Tibidoo. Yep. And then all of the man bun talk <laughs> or Daryl in this season. <laughs> I love Daryl. Let me just say, first off, Daryl is missing from two whole episodes.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then we've got Daryl in uh, this episode and the previous episode just getting hammered on <laughs> um, last week by by Alexander in one of the funniest things in the letter Kenny history. Yeah. And this week it was everybody at the bar, Daryl trying to, uh, I don't know, peacock himself and, you know, get some attention from an ick and nobody's having it. Nobody's yeah. having, not even NX having it. So um, uh, I love the mansplaining talk. Um, they were, they mentioned that and, uh, um, mansplaining for people who don't know is men explaining.
3: Uh, <laughs> well done. Nice. Yeah. Well played.
1: Um, so, uh, one of the things, and I think, uh, Casey mentioned it in the chat. So this is going to kind of help tie everything together. Um, Wayne was not, As much on the spectrum in this episode. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time when, when else do you see Wayne being this empathetic towards another person? Um, and that, that really like kind of humanized him a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we all love Wayne. Don't get me wrong, but you know, there's always been that aspect of his personality. That's kind of been missing or robotic
0: Um, almost. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Very robotic. And in this case, he was still robotic, but it was in like a very, you know, more positive type way. Like he's trying to help somebody out.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he admits he feels bad for jive and Pete. And uh, yeah, I I read the same comments you did on the live stream. So I'm, I'm I'm understanding a bit more. Like I, I get it. Like he, yeah, he, he's, he's trying to help a friend who doesn't want to be helped. And I think we've all been there, right? Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We've all had those friends that we, we try to help and th- they're their own worst enemies and they can't get out, out of it their way. And you're right when it fails or when you come to the realization, there's nothing we can do for them. I can see how that would, that can be, that, that can leave you. Well, I know it, it, it leaves you like, what, what else can you do? You got to throw it And your heartbroken a little yeah, bit. You're yeah. You're heartbroken. You throw it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That, that explains that last scene a bit better. Yeah, Um,
1: I'll get I'll get back to that last scene here in just a second, but um, I wanted to mention um, uh, Billy did an awesome job, and Billy's crew did an awesome job. um, This particular episode, Um, we got some really nice shots at the end. But before we get to that, I think this is the first time we've ever seen um, when they get back to the produce stand. um, uh, First time I think we've we've
0: seen the particular shot of the house. From the back. Left. I noticed that. that I had to rewind that going. What house is that? And this yeah, is, it's a yeah. farmhouse, but it's from a weird angle that we've never seen before. Yeah. And I, I made of that was soon.
1: kind of cool because how mm-hmm. many times have we seen the farmhouse? But yeah. I had to go. Is that the farmhouse? Yeah. So um, just a little little thing off the side. Um, mm-hmm. uh, tsh- uh, side note, would McMurray really be that upset if he found out that Wayne wanted to tag Mrs. McMurray?
7: I thought that scene was going to go elsewhere where he right. would said <laughs> it's okay if you want to, but what I, but the three of us have to be together
0: or something yeah, but, like that. Right. Well, but, but Mrs. McMurray presented herself to him. He said, but just in case that's what you wanted to do. She, she kind of presented herself saying, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, I think, I think McMurray was taking exception just to the fact that Jive and Pete was talking shit about Wayne. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
7: It, it was an opportunity for a gag. For yeah. Himself. Yeah,
0: for
1: sure. Um, yeah. Go on. Um, Another note is, um, why does nobody ever pull into
0: the driveway normally?
1: <laughs> never. Oh, the three they vehicles? Never pull, the, yeah. the bikes
7: are yeah. the best. Yeah. The, the still, two bikes. I
0: remember doing that when I was a kid. Yeah, I just kind of like step off and let the bike keep going. I love that. <laughs> right? But you it's so weird. It. Like, yeah. like nobody, they don't pull up and park like, you know. Oh, Victor, that was such a dad park. comment. Really? Because you didn't pay for it? <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> um, okay. God Goddamn.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> okay. You want to talk about Billy's uh, uh, f- f- cinematography? Can I, I, I know this is a shot you're going to mention, but how gorgeous was that shot when they're driving away from driving Pete's in the back of the truck with the moon. That was, yeah. that was beautiful. That's yeah, gotta be it, like, they must've like been, like, holy shit, like lucky, lucky time for this to happen. Cause it was a clear night and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was gorgeous.
1: That's what I'm thinking, because you always hear about the golden hour, which I've always mm-hmm. I always thought was in the morning. Um, but apparently it might be at night, too, because it was just it was it was beautiful. And like during that entire montage, mm-hmm. it was very well shot. It was very, very, very artistic, you know, yeah. um, and it started from the moment the Hicks are walking down the back steps. There's something very. And it, I mean, the musical selection was perfect, too. Oh, it's it made, yeah, great
0: song. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It made it, um, it was very like, like peaceful Mm -hmm. and calm and like somber. It was somber. So, you know
0: what, that adds to the mood that maybe Wayne was feeling. He didn't want to do what he was going to do, but, but he yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you Uh, could argue that he didn't have to, he left, but he needed a resolution. Um, you know, whatever.
1: Um, well, I mean, Wayne's also got a couple of lines in there too. So, um, uh, start walking in this direction or start running in the other, you know? Um, and I had two other little notes here. Um, just side notes. Um, Pete's supposed to be a meth head, right? His teeth are way too nice to be a meth head. Um, And then I think in the background, um, if I remember right, didn't we see Allison Orson Westwood Yates? Yeah, he was was there. Yeah,
0: stopped showing off that you can say his name without stumbling like I do. There was also Radass and um, I forget the other guys who were there, but uh, yeah, there was a few. Was Sled Ted there? I don't. I don't remember was it, the, it was. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't really,
1: I, I, just noticed, you know, Alice and Orson Westwood, Yates popped out at me. Nice. So, um, back to the beautiful shots, evening shots, walking off the back deck, such a trivial thing. They've done a hundred times, but Billy just made it look like a piece of art. Um, uh, it, it, it was comforting to me. And, um, it, it might've been because Alice, a throwback to that other podcast we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, they did a, uh, um, one of the episodes was about Alan, Jackson chat, Alan Jackson's Chattahoochee, and they uh, he mentioned that in every good country song, um, for it to be a good country song, you need to have a familiar, like almost like a stereotype mm-hmm. thing to to make it work. So this was um, them walking down the back steps was like the pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. Um, You know, that's, that's what came to to my head. It was very, very comforting. Hmm. Um, The back of the truck in the moonlight, beautiful. Um, And then the produce stand at night, we haven't ever seen that shot before in all these seasons. Not in that lighting. Yeah. No. And it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, Hmm. I love how, um, give give some ac- extra props to their lighting department, too, because I love how um, there's certain scenes where they'll light the trees yeah, um, and the way that the trees are are, are are lit. It's just it's just beautiful. It's just gorgeous. So um, for such a minor character, Pete had a huge um, story arc in this season. Yeah, he did. For sure. Yeah. And um, at the end of it, though, I'll say, yeah, I felt I was like, is that it? Mm-hmm. But I feel like. I feel like maybe maybe they're setting something up for season 12 with I'm hoping you know, maybe or maybe there'll be like a, that seventh episode will help deal with this if they pop up a surprise seventh episode. Right. Um, the thing I'm just going to toss this out there. Wayne's saying if you can be a man at the man at night, you can be a man in the morning mm. or if you be a man in the morning, you can be a man at night. There we go. Um, is that maybe that might be something because, you know. That's why they finished off with that night shot. They were being men in the morning, being men at night. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, might be too flowery. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. But, you know, overall, the story, yep, yeah, might have been a little, I don't want to say it was bad. I think it was like, like like I, it felt like it needed a little bit more time, maybe an extra episode to develop. Maybe that's just me wanting more Letterkenny.
6: Well, um, yeah, yeah,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, but overall, I mean, um, I thought everything else was... Was
0: was good. Was
1: really good in the episode. So okay. you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with ratings. Uh, and uh, Josh, you're at the top of my list. What rating would you give this episode?
5: I'd give it a fresh.
0: Yeah. Just what I saw of it, anyway. Okay. Um. So a few things here. I loved the Doc Martin jokes. I liked the cold open. I found Rosie was being a little uncharacteristically mean towards squirrely Dan, towards Riley, just like every scene, every line she had, she was like criticizing or judging somebody. And that I feel like that's not the Rosie character. So that was kind of weird. Um, the, you know, the explanation out to the last scene does kind of make it a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Now that I think of it, yeah. I mean, we've never seen Wayne this adamant, to help a degen before, right? Like he's, 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 he's admitting to feeling sorry for driving Pete. He's, uh, he's giving him more chances than he would give anybody else. I mean, he more chances that he, he gave the Okoya guys. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, now I guess it makes sense. Like he felt like he had no choice, but to give up on this friend of his, His friend is not redeemable. So given that, that last shot at the produce stand in the dark, makes more sense um and i but because yeah so because but because i watched it a bunch of times and only now am i kind of understanding it i I i'm having a hard time giving this one a fresh so i'm going to give it a clearance because it's a good episode there's a lot of really good stuff in it but it's also a season finale and it kind of it didn't finish strong and i want season finales to finish strong so i'm going to give this one clearance victor
5: well, and just to add mm-hmm. in there real quick, sorry Victor, but for me it was borderline between fresh and clearance, mm-hmm. but it's letter Kenny. Yeah. I'm fresh over clearance if it's borderline for me. So
0: plus you're 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 channeling your Matt, and Matt would probably <laughs> yeah. give this one a fresh, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Plus, yeah, thanks <laughs> but for I, I the your
7: rating on an eighty percent uh of, of sure. the show. But anyway. Um
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Victor.
7: Yeah. So uh before the ratings, a couple of things. First, um uh stylish Pete. No, that's not right. Slimy Pete. <laughs> What? Uh, what's his Jive name? Jive and Pete. Jive and Pete. Yes. So that's a pretty passionate speech he gives there at the end, right? I mean, mm, and then yeah. it was it was so passionate that I'm thinking, is he just delusional and not mm. self aware and really believes that he, you know, put his heart and soul into that job, or is he trying, or is he just gaslighting Wayne? Mm. And I, I I couldn't tell. I couldn't figure out because he's a DGEN, right? So it could be either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that, that the passion of that speech for me was confusing and I don't know if it was meant to be confusing. Mm. Um so so that was weird. And I really, really I start, so first of all, I the chirping at the beginning was probably the funniest part of the show
6: mm-hmm.
7: uh, with the, with the docs. Uh, for me, again, the cold open didn't do anything just because... But that's that's a me problem, sure. and and I, I get it. Um, but but the, the scene with the docs was probably the one that had the most laughs. There was mm-hmm. a few nice chirps towards the birthday and towards the skids. I did not like anything that came out of Rosie's mouth. I she know. was just not a likable character no. in this. And the worst part was... Uh, it was with uh, a squirrely Dan where she already smacked him down several times. And then finally towards the end, he's about to give a story about his hat mm-hmm. and she says, you know, nobody, whatever she said, nobody cares. She, you know, yeah. it wasn't funny. It was just so, yeah. un- it just left such a bad taste. We yeah. all like, we all like Dan and I can't imagine her saying that if mm-hmm. Wayne was there, mm-hmm. if Wayne was there, is she really going to sp- be so disrespectful towards Squirrely? I don't think so, and think that's yes, and that's that's a bit two faced for me.
1: I think yes, but it's it's I don't. She wasn't being like I never took anything they were saying in the bar as not them. they
0: her her. Mm-hmm.
1: I th- well, no, no, no. But I mean, what anybody was because all of them yeah. were chirping one another in the bar.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It's more it's 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 meaner than we're used to getting out of rosary mm-hmm. Rosy, but I mean, I don't think it was. Like hurtful. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day they're
7: what does she say mm-hmm. to Dan? What does she say to Dan? She said, Nobody fucking cares or shut mm-hmm. the fuck up or mm-hmm. something like that. Um yeah,
1: that I'm trying to remember that, that stuff people have said to like Derry before. That stuff Wayne said to people before.
7: That's usually yeah, Katie's, saying it, usually, it's usually Katie's saying it though. That's usually Katie saying it
0: though, not not Rosie. I don't know. I yeah. didn't
7: like it. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Um, but I mean for me, that's just kind of one of the things I just wanted to kind of call out before mm-hmm. giving the rating. Um Overall, uh, I just thought it just was just an okay episode, Mm -hmm. like even even understanding the the end scene. That's still it's still just an Okay, like that the ending of the thing was just very predictable. Not that it not, you know, it's like, okay, of course, it's predictable, but it's. It was just okay. It was a stroll through the park. It was very familiar. It was a typical Letterkenny episode. There was a lot of beautiful shots, beautiful scenery, mm-hmm. uh, some very clever dialogue. Love the chirps, um, but for me, it's a clearance.
0: Okay, Dan,
3: um, I, I gotta echo a lot of what Victor's saying. Like I, I was also confused when Jiving Pete was was giving it back to Wayne and. That seemed to be his true perspective. That he was trying to give it his all. And if somebody is been down and out and on meth and and not really living for how long, that really could have felt like he was giving it his all. Yeah, he's been th- out for. I, such I feel a long like time. I
0: mean, you'll know who I'm talking about when I say this. Oh, I know. Yeah. When, when you have a friend who is his own worst enemy, usually that friend is also that person is also. It's everyone else's fault but his. Yes. No one understands him. I, uh, uh, you, know I mean? you know who I I'm know talking that about. Person. So. I know that person. <laughs> so I get it. That that Jiving Pete speech at the end there, I hit had- hard. I thought it was actually a really good speech. Um, and, and I think he believes it. But uh, the, like Victor said, he's not being self-aware because <laughs> what we see is him sleeping on the job, arriving late all the time and mm-hmm. and, and being drunk or hungover and, and high in the afternoon. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's all of that. I think he's exhibiting the traits of somebody who who is is a constant uh, victim um, and but is beyond sure. help. Right. I mean, not
1: to stereotype, but a lot of times that's what addicts, I think, end up doing. Yeah. So I mean, um, mm-hmm. it's it, it's sad, but I mean, you know, yeah, we see that Pete's sleeping on the job. To me, what person would say they're working hard when literally mm-hmm. they're sleeping on the job? Exactly.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, what's your? Rating? Yeah,
3: I. Um, yeah, that, uh, that I I see what you guys are saying. Um, I just I don't know. There was there was pockets that just still confused me like again going back and and fighting everyone and um did they end up going to the party or no then they they just ended up all going
0: because that ending now kind of makes sense especially for you know if you're if you're wayne and you've given up on a friend and you've written them off you don't feel like going to a party um and maybe so so, who
3: went to the party
0: uh, rosie was at the party the skids were at the party riley and jonesy um um gail and uh a nick and and bonnie and, so everyone except the people who are in the fight
3: gotcha uh, all
6: right
0: so i get it wayne didn't feel like partying and his friends were there for him they wanted to sit with him and, and that ending now makes a whole lot more sense to me i think i really and i i like that ending way more now given that uh point of view it just took me too long to get to that point of view so i think i don't know they might have been able to do that better
3: I just, I, I, I guess I just really wish that for a season ender, mm-hmm. like that there was something, I don't know, that we left off either lingering to want more mm-hmm. or um, I, and I, I know it's not their style for a happy ending sort of thing, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. There's, there was missing something. There was still something missing. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, there were some funny parts. Yes, I laughed out loud on on a, on, on some of it. Um, but I think because of the the question marks that I still have in my head and that it needs to be mansplained to me, <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a clearance.
0: Okay. Uh, Tobias, you have a, the line of the night. They got Tobias, right down there with him. I love that. Um, <laughs> He's got it. On on the live stream, I saw that. I was gonna echo something that Awesome's. Oh,
1: sorry, my turn now. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah your turn, Jeff. I'm jumping ahead. That's I was okay. gonna echo something that Awesome said. Awesome said it better than I did. Um, so the just kidding, just kidding. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's something that every single one of them has said. Yeah, yeah, not every single one, but most of them have said. So it's not mean spirited at all. Um, it's just 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 something that they do. So um, for me, all right. So my first go through on this, I was totally, I was kind of flat. I'm like, yeah, it's an okay episode. Um, It definitely wasn't a compost, um, but I, I, I wanted it to be um, better than it was. I rewatched it. I mean, I probably a dozen times Mm -hmm. now um, uh, and just picking up on little things here and there. Um, I think in the end for me, it's going to be, it spoke to me, um, just in like, like I love the cold open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a former smoker, I love the cold open. I got it.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that, that spoke to me, the, all the music stuff, loved the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Rancid and Outcome the Wolves, one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, loved, love, love the mighty, mighty boss tones reference. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, that great. Um, Uh, the, the, that guy stuff. I loved, I loved, I loved.
0: Yeah. That was a good device. I I really enjoyed that device throughout the whole episode as well.
1: And at one point or another, everybody in the episode was a, that guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they were even making fun of themselves for being that guy. Um, Like Gail, Gail pointed out, she's the black guy. And it's like, Oh, she's the sex guy. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. McMurray would be the sex guy. Wouldn't he? Uh no, he's Creepy the pervert. Guy. pervert, <laughs> a pervert. Guy. That would make Mrs. Mac the what the drunk. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, um the the Jive and Pete story definitely was, I think it was more artsy than we're used to out of Letter Kenny. It was more um it was deeper You know mm-hmm. um, It had a lot of A lot of feeling to it And not as much funny um, So that might have You know Fallen a little flat In terms of like The letter Letterkenny universe Um, What put it over the top For me And I'm gonna give it A fresh But it's a low fresh Okay um, I'm gonna it, Billy's work Billy Buttry, If you're listening to this Amazing job Amazing shots Just Beautiful 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 Thank you, sir.
0: All right. Um, we're going to move on to, there's a lot of discussion in the live stream. Lots. We're we're going to move on to uh, MVPs and we'll start with Jeff, uh, Josh. Sorry. Who's your MVP for this uh, episode?
5: You know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> I know this part's coming and you'd think I'd been thinking about this. A you're bit. fitting right
0: in, man. You're you're playing the mat role perfectly. <laughs>
7: His MVP it's is hard to go bit first,
5: isn't it, Joshua? Okay, <laughs> it is when you watch the episode. Like, ah, ah, you start it should and, be
0: okay, fresh okay, in we'll, your we'll, mind. we'll then. give you some ideas. Then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you my my two runners up, and then our, my MVP. And I'm gonna be a bit of a Wayne or a Wayne, I'll be a bit of a Victor here in terms of who I'm picking or what I'm picking. Uh um, My
7: honorable mention. Yeah, you're gonna keep
0: our, confusing people. You're right. Honorable mention number three, Wayne. Uh, I really enjoyed him, especially in the cold open, that really subtle acting he does, a lot of under the breath stuff. I really enjoyed that. But also uh him, you know, again, showing a different side of himself throughout the episode, want really wanting to help this friend and and really wanting to be there. And you can see, you know, uh it didn't he didn't want to do what he did. Um, arguably he didn't have to, but Again, he didn't want to do what he did. So I give him a runner-up. Uh, second runner-up, sunglass chirps. I thought they were great. <laughs> him wearing the, the sunglasses and all, the, all the, the heck he was catching. But I got to give it my number one MVP to the Docs, chirp, the Doc Martin chirps because they were the best. Uh, <laughs> wow. the, yeah, I love the, those, like all the mighty boss tones. Oh, what are you going to stage? Al, you know you're doing it right when
1: you're, when you're getting a reaction from Victor.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Victor, who is your MVP? You're, he's just jealous. Oh wait, I no, probably no, wait, play Oh, that's right. MVP. We're skipping Victor. Sorry, Tanya. Who's uh, who's your MVP? Um. Oh
3: God. See, there's no standout person <laughs> oh, in in this episode. Like, I just don't feel like there was a person that Sean that you
7: sh- haven't given this any thought, have you? No. <laughs> God damn it.
3: I don't I just don't think there was a person that like like the last episode the dicks were like everybody was just everything was on fire. I wish the last episode was this episode and vice versa cuz that one ended fun and strong and and everybody was in in and partying and it was great. This one though is a little bit more tricky. Um, who gets the MVP? Stop Just it, Victor. Two
0: in a row. <laughs> Somebody says you should give it to the rave. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> blank rave. Um, um, that's
7: a that's a good comment. I I'm like gonna
3: that. say I'm gonna say what I also I can't. Can I say what Victor's is as well as my own?
0: No, say yours first. All write right. down what oh you think God. Victor's is going to be. Come on.
3: I'm gonna give it to the song, <laughs> the montage song.
0: Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, it's a great song.
3: The song, the song was... Shut Why up, you've you given it to a song
0: before. Oh. Jesus Christ. Are
3: you kidding? No, I never give
7: general generalistic
3: uh Yeah, you do. MVPs. What? You gave an
0: MVP to the, the, the Bossa Nova song at the end of the thing. That's not generalistic.
7: She said the song. I what song are the you The song during to? the montage. Okay. The mon- well, we I got said the M.
3: Finally. I said montage. Right. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay, at Victor. The end. Or sorry, Could Jeff. Lord Jeff, make me come <laughs> to the screen and
0: <laughs> this, we're derailing <laughs> Yeah, you and
1: your Wait. shoulder. I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see Victor and Tanya duke it out here. I know right. Um Songs. So uh, when we get to Victor's part, I've got 3 guesses and then my real guess, but I'll tell you. do not um, your shoulder. My, uh, my MVP, my MVP is, uh, uh it's going to be Billy. Um, nice. Wow, just, okay. Yeah. Just again, like the man is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. great job. Uh, you've got not only the entire montage was fantastically shot, but you also got that, that new angle on the house. Um, so finding fresh ways in season 11 to mm-hmm you know, add a little extra spice to the, the, the cinematography. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Josh, do you have any ideas now? You said new angle, not
7: Kurt angle.
5: I I was thinking about, (laughs) um, I'm going to look at it from a different angle here. Kurt angle. Uh, I am (laughs) without this person. You wouldn't have any of the rest of the stuff going on in the episode. And I'm going to go with Jive and Pete.
0: Okay. All you know right. what? I mean, he did a lot of heavy lifting in this episode. Why not? You yeah, know he, he can he, he, have the big speech. Yeah, he I doesn't mean, you don't have to have him, the episode falls apart.
1: Yeah. Right. For one of the the one of the many characters in this Simpson-esque world they've got going on, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Victor, your yes, MVP. Sir. We're on pins and needles. Oh, it's easy. It's that guy. <laughs>
3: i don't like you
0: oh good lord i <laughs> should have seen that coming i should did have. anybody seen that coming. get that
1: guy Yeah. it's that uh, guy
0: yes ironically jive and pete did a bunch of heavy lifting without actually doing any heavy lifting you're right um <laughs> <It's working laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> um, that guy of course it's that guy holy shit why, why and i'm it? sorry
3: i can't say the song and you can say that guy
7: <laughs> hey mine is relatable
0: Anyway,
3: and what? Well,
0: uh, sure. And your choice Josh, was excellent. Did you have any guesses as to what Victor's MVP was? I put.
3: I put mm, that it I was Josh. The, <laughs> he fires me up.
5: I had nowhere near that.
0: No. I, I put down Derry's nubbin just because. <laughs> why not?
1: Would have been a good one! Yeah,
7: t- I
0: think it's called the Ponchik in Russian.
3: Okay, yeah. explain yourself. I said the the montage song. So who is that guy? I can't believe I'm asking <laughs> the freaking question. Just give me I'll your, your yes Enough. No, who is that guy? The the
0: saying that guy. i Don't you don't want to be that guy? <laughs> that
3: oh, guy. that <laughs> guy. <laughs> Not that guy, but that guy. Yes. Quotation that yes, guy. Yes. Quotes, not not the unquote. not this that is, guy the so show the <laughs> anyway, person that stop. Daniel, oh he's having way too much fun I thought it was gonna be the song because the song was really great <laughs> and song. I was like oh my god this is gonna, I'm it's Victor and I are channeling each other today and, no. and it's gonna be Victor
5: answer. it makes too much sense the montage
3: it. song it, he's picked them before
5: yeah but for this episode <laughs> and there was we, a
3: lot of guitar. And I was it like- there was a
5: lot of guitar, yeah.
3: There was a lot of guitar and it was beautifully done. And I was like, oh my God, he's gonna be obsessed about this song. It's gonna be the song. It's a good song. But it's a great no, song. But it was it's just too late, Victor. I don't want to hear it.
0: All right, Jeff, you say you had a, a few guesses for what- uh, I had five <laughs> guesses and none of them were right. No, of so, course not, no.
1: Starting at the top, my uh, guess number one was the pair of butterflies that flew across the screen. <laughs> <and pulled open. laughs>
0: it's I a pair of butterflies. See, I didn't see them. <laughs>
1: Uh, Guest number two is what appears to be a laundry basket on a shelf, seen through the curtain on the back porch.
0: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love Look this. closely, you'll see. It. I love this. Go on.
1: Uh, so, Guest number three was the pair of dragonflies that flew across the top of the I not see any of this shit. Back left <laughs> shot of the house. So it's all perfect. Yes. Uh, number four is the 1970s couch cushion that was propped up in front of what looks like a doghouse to the left of Wayne's truck when he pulls into Jiven and Pete's. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and like my re- legitimate guess was the greasy guitar strings in the closing song. Oh, nice. Wow. nice. That's
7: almost
5: like Tanya's. So that's pretty good. Very, very close. Those, those all sound like very Victor
0: guesses. <laughs> they are. So I, that, I was trying. I okay. was legitimately trying to get. Because remember, remember one Victor. one time, Victor's MVP was the turtle, quote unquote, the fucking turtle, <laughs> and the
3: fish. <laughs> the
0: fish. No, but the turtle. No one and noticed. I mean, you saw the fish. No one noticed the turtle broach. The, that uh, bro-
3: the blackout. Oh man. Just yeah. anyway, ridiculous.
0: Okay, I got to move on. Okay, to but one. I w- no?
3: I need to know now. Have you ever been right about <laughs> what Victor's MVP? Like, when do you play the game at home, and and have you won it? We, we need to
1: market the home the game. game. I just want to know if it's winnable. I've won it on one occasion. Have it now.
3: That's impressive. I
1: can't remember what the episode was.
3: We need a t-shirt made about that now. I won the you Victor that, MVP, game. MVP game. The, I guess Victor's MVP It <laughs> would be the worst MVP. selling t-shirt we have because
0: no <laughs> one would buy it.
3: Well, you would buy it. now. Now Jeff has won it. So That's he should be, yeah, you should be have that t-shirt sent to him. All right, we got
0: to move on. <laughs> uh, I got some uh, listener comments here I want to hit. So uh, today was the two year an- uh, anniversary of our Kate Trevor Wilson interview. So we uh, that came out on the Throwback Thursday tweet this morning. And uh, we got some responses to that. So here's one. Uh, if you're a letter Kenny fan you owe it to yourself to listen to this interview Kate Trevor is a delight such a great conversation with the gang that's from our friend Shannon loves horror thank you Shannon I literally just listened to this episode yesterday. What's the chan- what are the chances? Found your podcast and I've been catching up a while uh, wh- uh, catching up while I'm at work and that's our new friend Cassie who just joined the Discord too. So thank you Cassie for that and thanks for joining us. Uh, I just heard you read out my award uh, my awkward tweet and I died laughing at work. To clear it up, I 100% enjoy your podcast. That's from Casey, another one of our newest uh uh, Discord members. Thank you, Casey, for listening. Uh, not so bad. Started watching Corner Gas over the weekend. Never heard of it until I heard you guys talk about it. They have the series and movie on Amazon's V It's pretty funny. Wife and I have been enjoying it. That's uh, from West Ham, Ohio. Thank you, West Ham, Ohio, for listening. Uh, I jumped. Oh, okay. And here is, I'm going to start calling PJ McCarthy. He's going to be our Victor correspondent because every week he he comes up with with some analysis of Victor's uh, <laughs> episode. And here's his analysis from last week. I jumped off the Victor bus because of his thoughts on the opener. I jumped back on as he was the only one who brought up Katie's focus on something material like Doc Martens. Totally out of character for her. Top five episode for sure. occur. Also, for a quick second, the jumping guy reminded me of Tyson and made me miss both Joint Boy and Tyson. They need to be brought in. So that's from PJ McCarthy, our new Victor correspondent. Thank you, PJ, for listening. <laughs> and final uh, comment here from one another new uh, member of our Discord. Victor makes it, this podcast almost unlistenable.
6: <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs>
0: he aggressively misses the theme and points of almost every episode. People have... have Different opinions, but he seems almost pathologically oppositional.
3: Oh my! (laughs) I love
0: it. Thank you, Yegman76, and he's also just joined the Discord. He's the one I said.
7: All all, all I have to say is what do you expect from an Oilers fan is is, is what I got to say (laughs) about that. Oh, Jesus.
0: Oh, man. So uh, he's joined the Discord just so he could yell at Victor um, uh, personally and directly. So (laughs) we'll see how that goes. Uh, Anyway, we're (laughs) moving on to um, final thoughts. Josh, uh, what are your final comments?
5: I don't know. I just hope I, tonight was fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you for thank you for coming on and being a last minute guest. By the way,
5: yeah, after the way things have been going, it's been been nice to get on here and actually uh, have was fun. Even though I wasn't all that up on the episode. Oh, um, <laughs> but uh, I'll blame Matt for that when he's not here. So. Thanks, Matt. Such a (laughs) DJ. He is such a DJ. Steal a quote from Chad, Matt. Fuck you, Matt. Uh, (laughs) There you go, Chad. Um, But yeah, no. uh, Thanks for having me. Let me fill in last minute. It was fun. Okay. Yes.
0: Thank you, Josh, for filling in. Uh, Careful of falling bodies uh, around your house, (laughs) please. Um, But do share the video (laughs) because we want to see it. I have it. (laughs) (laughs) not not to the public but maybe in the discord um thank you for for filling in you did a great job uh jeff awesome dude as always and uh we we appreciate you being on and we appreciate all of your uh all of your insight on this episode sorry we can give couldn't give you a unicorn but they can't all be unicorns but uh i'm glad we were able to get you on for an actual season recap or episode recap i appreciate you uh victor
7: uh, yeah, uh, Josh, uh, I liked your cold open. Uh, your review of the episode was a little bit flatlined. Uh, but uh, but that's okay. I'm, I'm sorry that we didn't have a chance to uh, chat about trains today. I, I was hoping that maybe there would be an opportunity uh, next time. Um, uh, J- Jeff, you were incredible. Like your notes at the end. Uh, I mean, that was, uh, they you, almost you, swayed Victor. You you, 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 know what you, you made me think about it differently. You helped us understand the episode, uh, you're a beauty. That's all I got to say. Um, uh, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Um, so there you go.
0: Okay. Uh, 10.
3: Uh, yeah, I, 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 just reiterating what the guys are saying here. Uh, Joshua, thank you so much. Please put a sign up at your house, um, um, <laughs> for people to be careful or that you're, you know, if you fall at your own risk, like you're not going to cover insurance or something <laughs> like something, you need a disclaimer of some kind, I think. Something
5: oh, up yeah. System, we're people.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, it was fantastic to have you out tonight. Thank you so much for filling in. Uh, Jeff, thank you for for bringing your notes and bringing your your such great thoughts and uh, um, yeah, you you did almost sway us um, and and brought up really great points um, and thank you for that because uh, obviously I, I I was I was very truthful I was confused I was <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right and uh, Jeff,
1: uh, this was great uh, it was fun to finally like I feel like I've been here forever, mm. but this is, you know, the first, the first, uh, 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 the actual review episode that I've done. And, um, I was a little nervous. So I had copious amounts of notes. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was fun. I wish it, I wish it would have been, you know, uh, like a unicorn type episode. Um, but I'll take this, the banter that we had this week is the reason that this podcast is so successful because it's very entertaining mm-hmm. Even if we don't get a fresh out of the episode, we get a fresh out of the podcast. Aww. Aww, nice. but, thanks, but it's
7: a, but it's but it's almost unlistenable.
5: <laughs> no.
6: Only
1: you are unlistenable.
5: When you
4: choose <laughs> anyways, right. strange,
0: Victor.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, let, I'm gonna play us off here with the, the beautiful song from tonight's episode called Plugged In by Brendan Canning. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, our friends Dean and Tiara from the How Are You Now podcast pay their regular visit to recap and review all of season 11. It's always a great time when we have them on. You won't want to miss it. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code Protostan for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Pod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go join the D-Gens in the after party. On behalf of Jeff, Tanya, Joshua, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week.